0: Salutations and shit folks, welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of your favorite travel podcast, Travel and Shit, where I your host, D. Carrie, have an experiential conversation about the nuanced ways that travel intersects with regular life. Now, if you missed last week's episode, I've decided to do, um, I guess a, another subcategory, if you will, to Le And I am redoing episodes from the first year of the podcast so that I, me, can see, and well, not just me, you guys as well, can see how much growth has happened in the mix. Um, We've had quite a great time over the years. I've had a number of really incredible experiences through my travels, and I was wondering what if any, would be a, I guess, a fair assessment or a a more tangible assessment of what has changed. And without necessarily already having metrics or um, points already in place that I personally use to gauge or represent growth. Like I don't necessarily keep a track list or I don't. This was the best way and the easiest way for me personally to see how I have grown, but like in a tangible way. So what I've been doing, what I've decided to do is to choose an episode randomly from the first year and redo it without listening to the episode. After I basically re-record the same topic, I listen back to the first episode and see what is different. Now, what'll also be a really interesting uh spin on this is I am pretty um fair to Midland. I won't say I'm completely trash. Sometimes I surprise myself. Other times I have a really difficult time with descriptions. So this will be a really fun experiment in did I do a good description on the episode to see if I even... um have a wealth of that topic's information in the episode. For example, I could have a 45 minute episode about topic four and 10 minutes of the episode is on the topic. And like the other 30 minutes is something else. And then I've got five minutes of intro. I don't know. So, um, this is an experiment that I am actually really excited to see the, um, and I'm hoping that you're excited to see it with me as well. So this week, the episode I'm redoing is episode 40 travel rituals. So here's the description. Do you tend to travel during the holidays? Did you remember to check if your destination is celebrating anything during your stay? This week, I discussed my experiences with holidays abroad and traveling to destinations during their off-peak seasons. I also dropped my travel routines, some things I appreciate more than others, and some things I refuse to change. So one thing that I will say before I dive in is I personally am so glad for technology because, baby, AI absolutely comes through very clutch when I am like running into a wall, I will use uh shout out to Riverside if you're a podcaster i would suggest i would recommend i don't say i guess I can't necessarily say suggest but I would recommend Riverside to record because they've got a ton of AI tools that will um assist in more than just the recording but also the editing process of it and that's something uh me me. I love, um, not sponsored. I just enjoy the software that I use. So I, um, hoping for the best here. I don't think that's the best way to put it. I'm excited to see what the results are because either way, I know that I'm definitely going to get something from this, and a lot of times you'll be surprised where there's a lesson. The same way I say every week that travel is so much more than vacation, I find that a lot of times there are lessons in places or lessons in experiences that we may not necessarily see right as they're happening, but there's a lesson there. And I feel like there's a lesson in this or else I would not have felt so strongly to do this. So there's a lesson in here and I'm hoping that we can figure it out together. Yeah. All right. So first traveling during the holidays, not going to hold you. I don't check. Um, I still. So one thing that has stayed the same, I have been at the same job. I've been employed by the same employer since I started traveling uh in terms of leaving the country and doing like a solo travel as opposed to granted going to i'm a new yorker so going to virginia to visit a cousin that's still solo traveling because i went there by myself however i was with my family once i got to the destination so mid uh mid tier i guess you could say solo travel the travel part was solo but the destinations i would go to always had someone that i knew Uh, So I didn't start going places where I didn't know anybody. I didn't fully start traveling solo until I was 30, grown adult, had a um, big girl job and was looking for ways and things to do with my money. So there was that. That is, um, and I bring that up because my flexibility in terms of vacation time hasn't really changed. I do actually get a bit more vacation, and I, in certain areas, have pretty decent flexibility. After a while, Uh you kind of know who to schmooze. You know who to ask the right questions. It's kind of like when you know your parents, like you know which parent to ask for permission. Same thing at fucking work. Those skills are developed for a fucking reason. So, been there for a while. You know who to fuck with. So, at this point, I've gotten a little bit of an elevation, if you can say, I I think that's probably the best representation of it. I've been a tad elevated in, um, request status, if that makes sense, um, by seniority. So I've gotten more seniority on the job. So I of course have a little bit, I have a much easier time now than I did when I started in terms of vacation requests. However, I can still get denied for my time. So I, can't necessarily plan for specific days with any certainty. It's always a matter of I'm either gonna risk it or I'm either going to, you know, put my shit on the table and just be like, so peep game, I'm I'm not gonna be here this day. I've only really had that happen twice. But in each instance, again, I know who to talk to. So I go talk to that person, explain to them what's going on, and I've gotten what I've asked for. Um, That also, pro tip, just be a nice fucking person. People generally want to help nice people. So when you kind of just do what you're supposed to do, you don't fuck with nobody, and you help when you can, Uh, that has been my experience. I can't speak for everyone, but um, I've not really had a very difficult experience with time off. But that being what it is, I know what the restrictions on my requests are or what they could be. So I tend to play in that little playing field. I play on the playground. I I know what I'm working with and I use what I can to my advantage. So I don't necessarily, first of all, I, I'm also not really um a holiday traveler in like, in terms of U.S. holidays, I don't want to travel on major holidays, especially Christmas, New Year's, and uh, Thanksgiving. New Year's, I am always just of the mindset that there are like an incredulous number of, well, um, what's the best way to put it? There are so many more drunk drivers on the road in my mind on New Year's Eve on New Year's Eve that's the way that I see it so I avoid leaving my house period that makes me feel more comfortable um I've never really been like a a New Year's kind of kind of girl in terms of that's my jam I have to be out eh, I've gone out maybe once on New Year's and that didn't even you know um turn into anything. It turns out my cousin and I got dressed to the nines and got to the party before everybody else did. I called my home girl and she was like, girl, everybody's with their families now. We don't show up until after the, bar- the ball drops. So I was like, oh, cool, 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 cool. Sorry. I'm the the cornball that um, is showing up before there's anybody there. So we went back home, didn't come back out, took some pictures in our dresses, counted down the ball, probably fell asleep. Um, That being the case, I'm not a big um, holiday... I don't want to say I'm not a big holiday girl, because I absolutely love the holidays. Outside of my birthday, Christmas is my favorite holiday. Um, But my point is, I spend it with my family. And thankfully, my family happens to be here in New York with me. So I don't have to go far, thankfully. My partner's parents are also in New York. So we just go from one borough to another. And that is the extent of our holiday travel. I would rather be with my people um, than traveling someplace for a holiday. Not to say that it can't possibly happen. I can absolutely see traveling for a holiday. But while I still have my parents here, I would absolutely prefer to spend my holidays with my parents. And I'm certain that my partner feels the same way. So I don't really think that we are at that point where we kind of just pick a holiday and like go someplace. Um, I could see doing that for something like a Martin Luther King uh, MLK weekend or President's Day weekend, which is coming up. So if you are interested in doing a road trip and you happen to be anywhere along the East Coast, jump down to the description box below and get you a copy of my um, road trip itinerary pack. I've got five cities accessible from New York. That means they're accessible along the East Coast that you can have planned for you so that you don't have to do the heavy lifting. Um, But for the most part, I would rather be home for the holidays. And because of the way my work is set up, when it comes to requesting time, I kind of just go for what feels good. Like, mm. My last holiday was x, so it it's about that time. I don't necessarily go I always try to take a week off I always take my birthday off i'm not I, I refuse to work on my birthday. Um, so I try to take that whole week off either before or after uh, my birthday so that it falls into or begins on my birthday. but if that doesn't work, you're just not going to see me on my birthday. That is what it is. But I try to take that week off in August. I try to take a week for my partner's birthday. Um, Other than that, I'm kind of flexible. If there's something that I want to do or if there is... You know something that I think up in advance that I want to do. Like I knew Mark and Nicole. Shout out to um, Mark and Nicole who are getting married this weekend. We are leaving on Wednesday for um, Mexico. Um, I will drop their episode in the description box because it is going to be. Um, I'm definitely going to mention the wedding next week, so um, you can get a you know feel for who the couple is, and if you are in the. Realm of planning a wedding, whether it be a destination wedding or if you are just planning a wedding in general, or if you are going to be a guest at a wedding, especially a destination wedding, I would highly suggest checking that episode out, and I will have that in the description box below as well. But um, yeah, I don't really um, look into what is happening in other countries not even going to hold you, not even other countries, but other cities. I know that some, thankfully in the United States, all of our federal holidays, for the most part, I'm pretty sure there may be like one or two states, maybe that would be weird and like not celebrate certain holidays. Like I'm, there are all kinds of like weird laws on the books. So I'm sure like that's one of those that exists somewhere. But for what I understand of how these United States work, our federal holidays are all the same. So those are going to be, if you're not familiar, those are the days that call them bank holidays, if you will. Those are the days that schools are closed, banks are closed for the most part. Um, you know, I don't want to say major corporations because there are plenty of major corporations that are also still open. Like not everybody gets Juneteenth off. Not everybody gets Martin Luther King Day off. Not everybody gets uh, President's Day off. Um, I know I used to work at a doctor's office. We worked all those holidays because those are Days that people generally schedule to go to the doctor because they don't have other days off. Um, But say all that to say, I cannot think of one trip that I looked at the destination that I was going to and kind of gave a um, deep dive into what was going on before I went there. That does not extend to safety concerns. Like, um, you know, whether there may have been some type of terrorist attack or political unrest or, you know, the such in uh, a region like that, of course, I absolutely pay attention to. So I'm not visiting locations where that is the case. But I will say that almost anywhere in the United States I'm willing to go to, except for like West Virginia, because what the fuck is in West Virginia for me? absolutely open to hearing anybody who knows otherwise, please prove me wrong. I am okay being wrong. Um, but I can't say that there are any there now, mind you, there are absolutely cities in plenty of these States that I have no interest in going to. I absolutely, um, I understand that sundown towns still exist they do. Whether you would like to believe they do or not, they do. Um, So I absolutely don't want to be in locations as the such. But um, yeah, I don't really check for holidays or um, places of celebration um, moments, or uh, there's a word, holidays of celebration in the destinations that I visit. I can think of different trips that I've taken, um, a little bit more recently where I've been disappointed by something being closed. I was just talking about with, um, my partner about our Vermont trip. We had gone all the way up to the Cabot. I think it was the, like the factory, like where they produce the cheese. I, we both love cheese. Um, and Vermont has the Cabot factory, which is a huge producer of cheese, such delicious cheese. My favorite cheese is Alpine cheese, and I discovered it because they make it. Um So Cabot, yes. I mean, it's just divine. Um And we had gone there and unfortunately, I think it was their general store. Like we knew the factory tour because this was around the COVID time. So we were anticipating that the factory tour was touch and go. Like we weren't sure if we'd be able to get into that. But we were under the assumption that we would still be able to get into like the cabbage store, like the store where they have all their products and just different things that are uh, produced locally in the area. And unfortunately, that was closed. And we'd made like, I feel like a two-hour drive out of our way before we went home just to do that. And so that was a huge disappointment. Um, And we had tried to do some bit of due diligence. It just didn't turn out to uh, work in our favor. Um, There was one other time where I feel like, I oh, we had gone, I don't know if we were in, it may have been Old Montreal. There was a beautiful church that we wanted to go check out But um, there was a wedding there. So we weren't able to get in. And um, congratulations to them people. But that, again, something we would not have been able to just jump on the Googles and just find out. I don't think either of us knew what the name of the church was. We were just passing through and it just was like, oh my God, this is gorgeous. Let's go check it out. And it turned out not to be accessible. Uh, So I don't check for what's going on in the location that I'm going to outside of whether or not I'm going to be safe there. And again, I don't really move about here on vacay holidays. I can't even say that I've recently even used like a long weekend for a trip. Now that I'm thinking about it, I, um, I can't think of the last like long weekend trip Not to say it hasn't happened, but it's just not poking out to me. Um, Okay, so let's dive into the routines. So my routines have changed in some respects, and then some things are the same. So some of the things that have absolutely changed, I write shorter lists, packing lists. I used to swear by a packing list at this point. If I don't have it, I don't have it. I just think that I have, I don't want to say I don't care, but I'm not as anxious about being without. I try, I make sure that I have like my bare necessities to wake up and function. Like I always make sure that I have enough toiletries. Like my toiletry bag just stays packed. Like I just have separate toiletries. Like I've got separate deodorant, toothbrush, uh, razor, um, what else do you bring in a toiletry bag? I've got like my travel lotion that stays in my purse. Not even my purse. I don't carry purses. I carry tote bags or like cross bodies of the sort. I hate like handbags, not a fan. Um, if it won't go across, if I can't be hands-free, I am very uninterested. Um, what, what else is in the toiletry bag? Um, I always keep like alcohol pads in there. I always have like a random, um, bottle of a symphony of pills and by symphony of pills, it'll be Avil Tylenol, Aleve, um, Excedrin, um, which reminds me, I ordered some Pepto, those chewables, keep them on hand. Cause you could just throw those in your wallet so that if you need them while you're out, you don't have to necessarily have an entire bag or a, like a whole purse. Like if you're going to have your wallet with you, throw that in there. Um, what else? So like the toothpaste, mouthwash, um, floss, like all the stuff that you could possibly need in a bathroom, that just stays in my toiletry bag. So I don't have a packing list for that. I don't wear makeup, so I don't have to pack makeup. I don't have hair. If you've never seen me, I don't have hair. I've got, I guess this is a Caesar. I've just got a low, is it a fade? I don't think it's a fade because there's no transition. I have a very low cut. Um, I've got no hair, not all. Like you can't even grab it to grab it. Like you can't grab it to braid it, nothing. Um, A Caesar, if you will. So I don't need hair products. Uh, That being the case actually lends itself to being great for me because I don't have to do a checked bag. I am still team carry on. Um, And I am absolutely certain that, well, I mean, even when I did have hair, I made sure that I had a ton of just little um, travel size bottles of my product. Oh, I have like a tin pro tip. If you are a fan of say shea butter, um, I'm a fan of shea butter and coconut oil. Those are two things that I use every day. Um, shea butter, not as much during the winter, oddly enough, more so during the summer. Um, I will swear by them. So between the two, I'm always using one or the other. I put them in um, they kind of look like the little tins that screw that you might put like a two ounce candle pour in. Like if you were to buy like a tin that twists, I don't have one right here, do I? Um it's a tin. It's kinda like Imagine a lip balm that's the lid screws off of, but l- larger. So they're like three ounces. I ordered a dozen of them off of Amazon. And I just scooped the shea butter out, put it in one of those containers. I'll put a, plat- a piece of saran wrap over the container and then place the lid on and close it. Excuse me, same thing with coconut oil. Now that shit's going to melt. So it is very important for you to... Get it out, put it in the container, place the saran wrap on top and then close it and then put those into a sandwich bag and then put those into your toiletry bag to minimize any spillage. You got to do your due diligence and do your part to make sure that your shit is secure so that you don't fuck yourself over in the long run. But that being the case, I do not have like a list of things that I pack in terms of toiletries. I don't even really do a packing list anymore except for when i know there are certain things that i want to remember to bring or things in particular like i will open a note and just all right don't forget your ipad don't forget your uh, and these are things like that i don't have with me every day right so if i'm plugged like for example before i record it we're leaving the day after tomorrow so i plugged in my ipad to make sure that's charged because I'm not going to look at it again until I'm on a plane or in Mexico or whatever. Same thing with, I bought um, one of those portable chargers, the Anchor ones that you just plug into the bottom of the phone. Bought one of those, charge it, uh, plug that into the wall so that it'll charge. So I will put those things on a list so that I can remember to go to the outlets to take them off and throw them in my bag before I go. But for the most part, in terms of packing, what I may do, which I didn't necessarily do before, is I am more of a visual person. So I may not necessarily write it down unless I have a lot of things that I am preparing for, which lends itself to one of my other. Um, let me see where it is. It's on here someplace. Oh, yeah. That leads me to the third point on this uh, list. but. I don't plan as much anymore. I plan so, so, so much less. And because I plan less, I don't feel as if I have to make sure that I have as many things for as many things to do. Um so I don't write a packing list. What I will do though is when I la- I lay my clothes out before I put them in my bag. I don't just throw shit in my bag. I will lay each day out on my bed so that I can visually see, okay. This is Monday. I've got top, I've got bottom, I've got the appropriate underwear. I've got clothes. Do I need specific socks? Do I need a specific do I need thongs for this do or can I wear boy shorts or can I like what am I what am I doing? Do I need um, a swimsuit? If I'm bringing a swimsuit, flip-flops. So I lay all of those things out. I don't write a list for them. So as long as I can see everything on my bed, then I can go into putting everything into the appropriate packing cubes and then throwing that into my duffel. Um, Or into, actually, I use my duffel. Ooh, excited to show y'all my duffel. I don't know how I'm gonna do it yet, whether I'm just gonna post a picture someplace or if I'm gonna go uh, to the stories don't know. Um, not really a social media girl. Uh, but yeah, this shit is so fucking cute. I've been, um, accumulating patches from a bunch of different, um, destinations. And I also picked up a couple of really cool. I got a patch and a pin from essence best. My favorite movie is the Wiz absolute favorite movie i've low-key got it tatted on me if you're watching on youtube here is my whiz tattoo so this is my travel sleeve by the way i don't know if y'all have um if you're new here you may not know but this right here i don't know what what way you're seeing it if it's mirrored or not but this says ease on down like in, you know, ease on down the road. And so this is the Yellow Brick Road. However, he did, um, the artist suggested doing like, I guess, not even cobblestone, but more of a cobblestone or a pebbled look as opposed to bricks. (sighs) A few years later, after it's being done, I kind of wish that I had gotten traditional bricks, but at the same time, I can't say that I'm losing sleep over it. I love the fucking movie. Oh, also the, um, the letters, the E and the D, those are my grandparents initials. And so I made sure that he did a really good job of, um, copying it. I had pictures of their license and, um, the way they write their handwriting sample, if you will, I had him, you know, use that as the guide for how to write it out. So Oh, my tattoos have meaning. Um, I do love them very much, but yeah. So that is, yeah. I, I don't really do the list anymore, y'all. I just have to visually see it. And speaking of uh, packing, I tend to. I pack before, I pack the night before the trip. Now I will just be up all night until it's time to go. If it's necessary, um, packing things. I hate myself every time I really, really push it. Um, cause I'm always tired. I'm always like miserably tired. I don't do well when I'm tired. Um, but I'm also a procrastinator and I am also, like I said, just, you know, not into planning as much anymore. I think that it is mostly because I travel with my partner now. So <laughs> I'm always have something to get into, but, um, I could just sit and talk to him. I don't necessarily have to do as much anymore. And it's, I don't know how that sounds to you or if like that may, like I could see where if I were just listening to someone else say that, I feel like there's either the, oh, that's so sweet. They're in love. And then there's the, they don't got other interests outside of each other. So I could see how that, you know, goes both ways. But, um, I really just enjoy this man's company and we can go to eat, sit and talk. We can find just a really beautiful place to sit, talk. We can just go to the park and talk. We can just walk around a new neighborhood and talk and just explore things around. I don't necessarily feel as compelled to plan as much. The only thing we really plan is, um, dinner reservations. That's his, that's his world. He is fantastic at that. Um, that and like this trip we have coming up, we're going for about, what is this? Um, Wednesday, like the Tuesday. So it's like six days and the wedding is literally the only thing planned. I am planning to see one of my home girls. I do have to hit her up because I've been not remembering to, um, hit her up. Um, which I feel terrible about because I respect other people's time way more than I respect my own time. Um, but I got to hit her up. Thanks y'all for reminding me. But, um, yeah, I don't really plan as much. I am okay with just winging it because at this point I have another person's input to help. I can ask him, well, what you want to get into? Or what do you suggest we do? Like I feel like doing something, but I don't really know what I want to do. I don't have to do all the work now. I have a partner that doesn't mind um, looking up shit. He will absolutely plan stuff if I ask him to do something. Um, But for the most part, I'm chill. We can figure it out on the fly. That's another thing that I have um, leaned into is... Being okay with figuring it out when I get there. I am not a fan of wasting money. So I definitely don't want to plan something that I'm going to end up changing my mind over. So um, shorter lists. I pack so much closer to the day I'm leaving, if not the hour that I'm leaving. I never thought I would be that girl. I never thought I would grow out of packing my bags a week in advance. And yeah that girl is coming on. I am down to the wire, um, less planning. And so I don't feel the need to plan because I have my partner with me who actively contributes to what we do in a day. Um, so however, the things that are pretty much the same, I'm still an Airbnb girl. I'm still trained public transit, still team carry on still window seat. Um, and yeah, I, absolutely check my ticket fifty eleven times before I can commit to, like, I never can commit to memory where I'm sitting. I generally try to, or I feel like I generally end up booking like 20 and up. Like my seat is usually somewhere between like 20 and eight. Cause I feel like I'm not paying for comfort plus. I'm not paying for extra um, leg room, like my legs ain't but so long. Um, And regardless of how much leg room I have, the seats aren't getting more comfortable. Like my back is gonna hurt. Like there's no like better recline in the upright position of these seats that is going to make me feel like I'm doing better than if I had saved the $150 or the $60 on the upgrade. So I'm not concerned with those things but um i can never remember where i'm sitting i like it just is one of those things that i will look at 13 times before i go from the ticket gate to my seat um so that hasn't changed unfortunately and i still quadruple i don't know what the word for eight time eight times is but i always check to make sure i have my shit i can only think of one time that I was going to leave something behind and I was actually traveling with my family. I think I was, I, I don't know. I feel like it was either my mom or my brother goofy me had like left my bag or something like egregious fail on my behalf. I never lose things. I never leave things behind. So I don't know where the fuck my head was, but I do remember the one time that it has happened um, but for the most part, I am very, very, very cautious about leaving shit behind because I don't ever want to go without my things. I am particular about my things because they're my things. I've paid for all of my things and taken care that, you know, they are, and a lot of shit that we have is important. What am I going to do without a phone? We're in the, the era in the world of life, especially if you're traveling, where without a phone, without a phone, without a phone, like, what are we doing? How am I getting anywhere? I don't remember, only remember my dad's cell phone number, my mama's cell phone number, and that's the last four digits. I know that I know them, but it's just like, I'd have to guess and check. Generally, I check, but if I needed to just randomly call, I would just randomly call because it's gonna be one or two options. Um, so one of them is gonna work. But I know my parents' house number, that ain't never changed, and my grandma's house number. Other than that, I don't know the fucking number. So without my cell phone, fucking duck in the water. Um, Same thing with my cell phone. You know, we can access, like, I don't know if it's, it's probably been a while since I've um, brought it up. Or as a reminder, email yourself your important documents so that you can always access them, um, whether you have your phone or whether you don't have your phone. Um, I would suggest keeping them in a locked note also, or like an app that you can hide shit in or whatever. But I have emailed myself, um, front and back of, you know, credit cards. I have, uh, emailed myself a picture of my, what do you call that license and my COVID vaccination, uh, card and my passport this way, God forbid I ever was without all of my devices. I could always log into my email and pull that up. So um suggest that, but I double check, make sure that I have all my things because I don't wanna be without. And I still get to the airport like pretty early. That hasn't changed. I'm international flights. I'm absolutely going to be there at least two, maybe two and a half hours early. Um, more local of a destination. And by two and a half hours, that's a bit of a stretch. Like I think if our flight is boarding, say at 715, I'm gonna wanna leave. I'm gonna wanna be to the airport. If we're boarding at 715, I wanna be at the airport like 545. I wanna have like an hour and a half. And we both have pre-check. That's one of the best gifts I've ever bought that man. I got him pre-check because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get it. I'm tired of waiting on this general population line. Let's go. Merry Christmas. Pre-check. The gift that keeps giving. It lasts for what? Five years, seven years, something like that. Um, So I know that we're pretty straight on getting through security. I've heard horror stories about pre-check um, clear lines being longer than the general line. Read the room. If it is, get on the fucking regular line. Like, why would you be that dumb? Like, I don't I don't get that. But um, that is not an issue that I have encountered. And I also try to book the earliest flight possible just so that you um, fare the best in terms of delays and cancellations. I feel can be wrong here, but I feel like the earliest flights for all intents and purposes, if they can avoid canceling those, they tend not to get canceled or um, if they end up getting delayed. Well, you were the first flight in the morning, so you're going to get on best case scenario, knock on wood, you're going to get on something else. You have more options of things to get on. Whereas if you are on the last flight or on the second to last flight even, and something goes wrong and you end up getting delayed or if you end up having um, a cancellation, like there aren't as many more flights to now accommodate people who may have been displaced. Uh, So earlier the better. As much as I hate being up that fucking early, I I do it for peace of mind and also so we can get to our destination with more time to play. Um, unfortunately, though, what will happen or can happen, what happens in this instance is you may not be able to access your accommodations early. But again, pro tip, if you're staying at a hotel, you can always ask the front desk to hold your luggage for you until you're able to check in. So you can still head out and go do whatever the fuck you want to do for the day or go entertain yourself at the bar or go eat, go shop, go walk around the city, figure something out. But you're not beholden to carrying around all of your luggage. You can just hold on to what's important for you to have on your person while you're out and about, and they will hold on to the rest for you. Um, What's great about this trip is that while we're staying at an Airbnb, we're arriving around the same time as um, a boyfriend's brother, maybe. And um, so we're just going to figure our way back to his hotel so they can hold on to our luggage as a whole party. And then we'll probably like just go get something to eat or whatever um, while we're waiting for us to be able to log in. But He's staying at the hotel where the wedding is. They wanted wild money. So we opted for an Airbnb, um, but he's staying at the hotel. So we're just going to use the bags of that and leave our bags there until we're able to get to the Airbnb. So that is something to consider. Um, also something worth considering, um, if you need to kind of like schmooze your way you might say to them listen i'm not staying here i'm actually staying someplace close but i am a rewards member with um you know this chain or whatever i was wondering if can i just check my bag here for about 3 hours and i don't mind maybe sliding over 20 30 dollars or whatever you know what i mean um and i say that much because it's a motherfucking re- uh, recession like not a recession but the way of the world things cost more now if you would like to get it you tip for services that's absolutely a service um so for the most part those were the immediate things that i jotted down i am so curious to see how that description plays on what the episode was and what all i was actually talking about so um I am praying for safe travels. It has been a lot of shit going on with airplanes. And of course we're in a 737. Um, just praying for the best. For safe travels. And um, I pray we all have safe travels. That everybody has safe travels. But I'm absolutely sending one up from myself. And for my partners. So that we can get to that wedding. Um, safely. Also because I want everybody at the wedding. To get to that wedding safely. Because these are my friends. And I don't want anything you know, um, to tarnish what is destined to be an absolutely perfect and beautiful day for them. So I'm hoping I'm excited and I'm hoping that everybody makes it on time and that nobody gets delayed. Um, and that we can all celebrate together. I look forward to it. And I look forward to seeing how this episode compares to the episode that was recorded in year one. Stay tuned for the next redo episode to see how I did. All right, I hope y'all enjoyed this one and I will see you guys next week after Mexico. Bye.